got a, got a flat on my tire on my bike though, Agni. How? Where? Don't know. I don't know. I we I wheelied all the way back from. Uh, no, you deserve it. So I've got no I've got no sympathy for you. Anyone who wheelies on a London road serves flat. <laughs> That's because I had Nothing a flat. Like... I had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> I only have one wheel. No, How are your legs okay. feeling? Are you back to normal yet? Fine, mate. Honestly, I, <laughs> I think I got something yeah. wrong with me. But yeah. I feel yeah. fine. Yeah, <laughs> I was quite tempted to do some exercise today. And your foot? But what was that? And your foot? Foot's fine. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I like. I genuinely like feel feel normal so I'm going to do the open workout on Monday as, as your sleep and stuff stopped like it, it was that was that fine do you have do you have any backlash from it all no I think I slept I had like an hour nap on the uh, Tuesday when I finished and then just kept my alarm like on so I, I'd actually get up in the normal time and then literally took it like a day not not even that to get back in the swing of it um, I was up at about I was up at about half half six this morning because uh, everyone had people around last night. <laughs> I came down to make my coffee, and there was still people steaming in here. <laughs> so I felt quite bad. <laughs> just like I, because I, I just went to bed last night. I went to bed at like ten o'clock, so wasn't wasn't partaking. Um, but yeah. We're here now. I've already had two coffees this morning. <laughs> Coffee chat. Nice, up. mate. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's go. Um, very breakfast club. Pod. What's that? What's that say, Tom? Dover Street Market? The Breakfast Club. Oh. No, the be- the Breakfast Club. Um, thoughts on Matt Fraser? Oh... Tom's very mixed. Interesting to hear. I'll start. I'll start off. We'll, we'll get into. I'll start off with the thing. Olympic weightlifting is undoubtedly the best background to have going into CrossFit. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. As he kept on saying in the thing, it's just like hammers in those movement patterns and considering CrossFit, like they are. I think that's the rap, the bad rap that CrossFit gets is giving those like Olympic Olympic movements the uh, more like doing doing reps of snatches and stuff like that people frown upon that mm. and you know when when you come from a background of of olympic weightlifting when you hammer in those drills and he was saying like his coach would would you know get get him snatching with a broomstick or or getting in the positions for before he even like would touch a, a 20 kg bar mm. and i think that's definitely like yeah start started him started him off on on such a forward foot, uh, such a yeah, because especially what you're saying, like those keep keeping those movements when even when you're like 30 reps deep in, into a set or whatever, then it's absolutely crucial. That's the thing as well, so, like the Olympic, the Olympic movement is not just with the barbell, is it? Tommy? Like, it, it you actually you learn to move your body in the most, yeah, doing lunges, doing you know, everything, you know, it's that, that, um, mm-hmm. and your, um. What's it called? Chain. Your um, oh, I can't remember. Posterior chain. Posterior chain. You know, like yeah, sets you up so well. 
Definitely. Like, Tom, when you started, did you did you do stuff with without barbells? Um, no. So I, I before I started CrossFit, I actually tried to teach myself Olympic lifting. <laughs> um, about I about maybe half a year before I actually did my first CrossFit class. And, and, yeah, I was literally like, I was at a pure gym in Leeds, and and I was trying to, watching YouTube videos, trying to teach myself like all of the all of the movements and things like that. Because I just found it really satisfying watching watching like Olympic lifting videos and things like that, um, and seeing seeing it like my social media was just slowly overtaken by like Clarence Kennedy and 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 like uh, ATG and and things like that and and oh, great. it just yeah literally like yeah watching constant hook group videos of slow mo uh, videos mate slow mo videos <laughs> I I just find like the way that they those that some of the top level athletes move is just so satisfying. Um, so I want to, I want to try this, and also it's just because I fancied doing something different. Um, it was like, yeah, for me, it was it was like learning a new skill and, and teaching myself something that that would uh, add a bit of variation to what what was otherwise a pretty mundane bro split. Um, when I was when I was trying starting to get into training and things like that. Um, so, but. I got to like I did my first CrossFit session and like although I I had forced myself to squat like every week my my movement patterns were still way off and if you if you look at like if I had a video from the first time I I, I snatched it like CrossFit Dalo and to like my snatch now is 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 still not perfect but it has changed so much and I think that's like even after a year of doing it you're 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 constantly learning and and I think for for Matt Frazier is that he did that for so long that well for any any Olympic lifter really it's it's drilling drilling those movement patterns and and the right positions and and yeah as you said like get getting your body to move in 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 a efficient way and so so that, that I think that like sets sets you up perfectly it's, it's that um, you say when you learn to do it, Tom. I was listening to another podcast with uh, Laird Hamilton, uh, who's a surfer on the Ritual podcast, another one that I've been listening to. And he's saying it's like when you try and new, learn a new skill, it's that initial, you know, on the curve as you get like, better, more experienced and actually more proficient at it. It's actually like, it's almost addictive because it's so rewarding. And as you get up that curve, you, you do plateau and then those you know, extra millimeters or extra kilograms come even harder to get. So like that, that yeah. up, up curve, you know, from the first probably zero to one year is so filling and rewarding. You know, it's, I think that's quite, quite interesting point. I think that's one of the things that is um, quite interesting with more than, more than just uh, Olympic lifting, but a lot of things, you know, are like that. So I remember yeah, no, being it, told. It to, oh, to everything. Yeah. Like, Sure. I remember being told like if first time you start lifting you're going to be it's almost going to be like you're hitting PVs every week because you're understanding the movements like yeah you're strong enough to lift like 70 kilos but to actually like snatch that is is completely different story like you'll be strong enough to do that but actually doing that like being able to to do the movements and and get into the uh to 
position to be able to snatch that well or or, or yeah do it is is like a, it's a learning curve and and, and you, you do eventually plateau uh, but it's it's that it's that first stage where you, you get hooked I think <laughs> yeah, sure yeah. Um, I also think uh, going on to the Olympic lifting, like I, I think it all most of the fundamentals are so heavy related around Olympic weightlifting. I think talk about like the accessibility of CrossFit for when we've spoken about Emily. It's like I think people do do miss that, and I think there's there's just a bit of a miss a miss um, an unbalance between having workouts, CrossFit workout, and getting you know getting stronger and stuff. Um, go, yeah, going to a box uh, and doing the sessions but then actually uh, learning the movements and people almost want to jump just to straight doing it I think people I think people miss that sort of learning stage often this, this, this is where I think that the the Matt Fraser podcast this is where I was just like ah yeah I don't he, he just started slating cross, CrossFit gyms and it's like he it's, the sport has done so much for him. It has given him his livelihood. And then to go and yeah. almost like... I was going to bring it up. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Slate CrossFit gyms. Because I uh, the, the CrossFit, the CrossFit Dala, like, well, the CrossFit gyms that I've been to, they drill you so well. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not an option for them not to, like, to, to jump the gun and, and put, like far too much weight on the bar if you're a competent mover then they will tell you that you're a competent mover and like they're not they're not bad coaches and yeah. i mean i i'm sure there are bad bad crossfit gyms but it the way that fraser like he was talking about it was just like no, he didn't he didn't even know he, he just underplayed them so bad like he didn't even know like how yeah. the membership costs or like how the affiliation work mate and it's just like yeah. you, you're one of you're one of the biggest role models in the sport, mm. and you come across like that. Like that didn't add up for me. Yeah. And I thought that was quite poor. I I don't know if he was playing dumb because I know that J, uh, that Joe Rogan has has been a critic of of CrossFit, and like the amount of YouTube videos that I've watched where he, he's like talking about CrossFit from with people who had nothing to do with the sport and yeah. they're like giving giving in their two pence and. I don't know if he was just playing dumb just to to like suck up to to Joe Rogan, but it just didn't didn't feel right. It was just like, mate, come was on. A bit intimidated because I would be intimidated going on the biggest podcast in the world. The most, yeah, but I don't, yeah, I, absolutely. Like, mm. but then again, like, he's Matt Fraser, like he's a he's man on earth. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no need for that. Like, don't let someone else like taint your own opinion on what you have on the sport. Like. I, I, I don't know what to believe. Like, I don't know whether to actually believe like, oh, he, he doesn't think that highly of the sport that has given him so much or, you know, it's just just doing that was, for, for, for effect. I was about to ask, do you, do you think there's, there's just a massive disparity from top-level CrossFit athletes to, to CrossFit gyms? Like, like you said, how many CrossFit athletes actually train in the CrossFit like you know, in like let's say the yard, for example, as let's say as an example, right? Um, how many people actually go and experience experience it? Yeah, I, no, I think they just they don't. They've got their own setups, haven't they? Yeah, I think every every gym is different. I, I, I'm I'm nowhere near an expert in in like I don't have a, a CrossFit qualification. 
I've just been to a few CrossFit gyms and that it's something that I'm passionate about and I want to, I want to take it as far as I can. Um, but it's CrossFit is such a, such a, a universal uh, sport that, you know, any, anyone can go, come along and do it for a perfect example is, is the open that has just started this week. Like no matter whether you're a beginner or a, a uh, like a someone who's trying to get to the games, everyone's doing the same workout, and it's infinitely scalable. You can you you know even if you can't do double unders, you know they, they've done it so. Uh, you do like line hops or something like that. You know it's so accessible that it, it doesn't really matter that if if you go to a CrossFit gym and you have aspirations to go to the games or you just want to be a better human being, then then it offers it offers that for both. Um, you know, whether, whether or not is, is downfall because yeah. it's so accessible like you know you have to learn you you have to be at a certain standard to even do the beginner stuff because if they're doing you know hand cleans or whatever like you yeah. have to learn to move properly so and I, I don't think that's I mean you can't really compare it to other things because it does require equipment it does require yeah learning and being taught properly whether that's watching a youtube video and getting it reviewed by yourself whatever um yeah but that's just a, yeah that is a little disparity isn't it but once you're in like you're a little bit experienced then it is you, you can progress and it, it's much clearer sort of pathway isn't it almost yeah i mean like nothing nothing's perfect and i, I think CrossFit is is one of those things where you can nitpick it for so long, and and you'll just it's just like going down a rabbit hole of of being like oh well, uh, the the level one qualification you know they're teaching you, uh, telling people like anyone can pay to to go and do the level one and and it's almost as if that gives you the right to well obviously it does but. It's I don't know. It's just just that, that I've I've heard the argument that people spend like years training to to teach Olympic lifting, and CrossFit can allow you to do that over a weekend. But you know, it, it's it's. I think it's such I don't a, know. It's, it's a difficult it's question. I don't think I know enough about it. No, it's, it's developing. I think it only get um, you know stronger in terms of the culture. The if any people have safety concern, yeah. I think I think there'll be more emphasis on on the end of lifting for sure. Um, yeah, but um, it's interesting, isn't it? It's also, it's also that it's also that a lot of the hang-ups from CrossFit are, are when it it was a really developed. It was very very new. Yeah, and you know you see all the, like the CrossFit fail videos from when it first started out and things like that, and people still have that perception that it, it's still like that, but it has evolved so much and I, and, and I've heard so many people say that like the level one course is so, is like their favorite thing. It's like, it is, it's so useful to whether you want to coach or whether you just want to become like a better athlete because you're learning the fundamentals of it. You're learning the fundamental movements, how to program and things like that. What is actually beneficial? Um, so yeah, I, I think it's, um, you you can you can easily look at it from both sides and be like, yeah, it's not, it's it needs work, but realistically, like, like, go on, sorry, sorry, Tom, 
and Jordan. No, 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 carry on, carry on. You could literally, you know, the amount of people who uh, started running during lockdown, like yeah. the amount of injuries you get from from running, proportionate to actual like going to learn CrossFit, probably not that different. It's just because running, you don't need any equipment, for example. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And as well, yeah, go on, eggs. I see. Here's a question. Um, quite quite similar to, to everything we just said, but I think you, it's it's quite it's on the same tangent as of the whoop bands that we sponsor in CrossFit, right? So, it, I, I mean, personally, obviously, I, I don't, I've got limited experience in CrossFit, right? But I, I can I understand the community now. Like, I think it's great. I think there's so much benefit to to being in a CrossFit gym as opposed to a normal gym. But do you think, like, for anyone coming into it, right? It's still quite intimidating. I'd say, like, you should, all, all you really see is top athletes like there's not you don't really see beginners if you know what I mean do you think that's say whereas there's so much value to being in a CrossFit gym because you obviously get you learn properly and you also get a community feel how would you go about changing that or do you think it's going the wrong way like people like like this podcast, this podcast for example prime example right you've got someone right at the top of the game literally the you know the fittest man on earth who's, who's like slating the low essentially slating the lower levels um, comparing it to different sports so what would be your response on that? Well, I think like uh, that that quote that I said on the first podcast, like comparison is the thief of thief of joy. You know, not everyone is going to come into the sport naturally gifted like Matt Fraser and and be able to accidentally get to like national level. Um, the it's um. Mate, again, it's 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 just like a, a matter of, of opinion as to whether you think that you're you're going to do CrossFit to get healthier, or you're going to do CrossFit because you want because you're interested in the sport and you actually want to compete it. Like, yeah, I, I uh, it's just yeah, <laughs> I don't really know how to answer the answer the question. To be honest, like it's 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 a difficult one, and I, yeah, I think yeah, no, value huge value in the community outside of it and I haven't I haven't been to no I have been no I haven't been to a CrossFit gym but I know you two have been in the community of it I just, yeah, I just think you know if someone you know we don't know Matt Fraser personally and this this will just be how he comes across but to hear the top man of the sport right king of the sport mm. to come across like that and his attitudes towards uh, diet and like not even looking into his supplementation like I thought, like I was listening to that. Did you not think that? I was like, yes, yeah, and obviously you take on advice from other people who know more than you. Fair enough, but he was like, oh, I don't know, don't even know what it does. Like it's stuff mm. like that. That was just, and again, I think, I think, you know, again, as the sport progresses, I think um, although he's being at the top of his game, you know, people, people, will, you know, become okay. better, and better, and better. I think just as it goes on, and programming will get better, and yeah, I think it, I also was going to say. I think, again, I think you've still got a stigma attached because it's so new and people are against that sort of new school um, uh, way of doing things. And it's like, yeah. uh, I, I remember watching the the uh, hand, the clean clean and jerk ladder, Tom, like one of the games. Mm. It's like, if you're involved in like Olympic lifting with your sport, whether it be rugby, football, because it, you know, for power, obviously Olympic lifting is one of the best things you can do. Um, if you don't find like a hand clean like ladder and seeing who lived the most interesting, then... You know, like it's, it's a bit odd. I know, I know people who like this is for people who like training. Yeah. I think I think that's yeah. worth it. And then and then you see them going on a rock run or something. It's like I just find I find it interesting. I know it's not for everyone, but 
if you're involved in it and you're doing yeah. it, and there's a certain element of, of interest there. Um, so I think I think yeah, it will certainly it'll there'll be more interest and the stigma will go um, as, as time goes on. I think. I remember watching the games. This this was it this year, Tom. Or was you know, mostly this year? Yeah, I, mean, I was, was watching for hours. Like exactly. I was just watching people people it's run. Addictive, and I, it's and, addictive. And like obviously, again, there's an element to like just general, like general like admir- admiration for for fit people, right? So that's that's sort of my stance on it. But I mean, it is like if if you're involved in training, if you're involved in sport, it is a genuinely quite impressive thing to see because. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah, and you almost you almost want to you, want, you kind of want to go for it, don't you? That's 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 what gets you. I think I think the like one of the things is you you just can't knock Frey. Like, although he said what he said on the podcast, you can't knock his work ethic and and the fact that he was able to do feats of uh, well, that all of them are able to do feats of endurance and fitness like that because it's it's almost like laughable that like some of the stuff that they do is, is, um, it's, it's pretty incredible. And there's not a lot of people on the planet that can do that. And I think that that, that is it literally it. Like it's, it's the 1% of the 1% that, you know, are, are just like incredibly dedicated to this, this sport of fitness. And it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's like, it's, it's addictive and it, it can't start watching it. Here's a question again. So, so I mean, like, Obviously, I've listened to a lot of my friends stuff. I'm not sure if he mentioned it in, in depth in this one, but he, he always talks about like no excuses. So like having having what well, I can't remember what his phrase is, but it's it's based it's it's around like having everything in play, so you can't look back on it. And is it no inches? Whatever it is, um, hard work pays off. Yeah, I mean that, 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 that is it. Yeah, he loves that. But it's like it's basically like having like for example, the bed he sleeps in. You'll take that bed to camp. You'll take everything to, to everywhere. Won't sleep the same room as his wife or his his girlfriend or whatever. What do you think that is the be all or end all for for being the fittest on the earth? Like, not even CrossFit, just general sport. Like, do you think you need to have that mentality of I'm gonna put everything into it and not have any? Because essentially, what he's saying is, you know, you you haven't got any downtime, right? You, you live to you live to work or you live to train, and then you reap the rewards afterwards. Yeah, Tommy, you're gonna to sit now. I, I reckon so. I was watching a few of Reggie's videos this this week, and Tommy, you'll be able to tell me more about this because I don't know about the programming for CrossFit and stuff. Reggie was doing three sessions a day, you know, on his big days. Like that yeah. is a lot, and that's obviously like other team sports, individual sports. You might have a few little like technique sessions, but he was doing like pretty pretty like there was one there was a weight like lifting session, technique ish, but it was still like high heart rate, aggressive, yeah. Um, and I think. I think, yeah, to answer your question, I was like, I think, and again, Tom probably answered it better, but if you're in a sport and, you know, you've got the science of why you're doing things, why you're taking certain, certain, why you're doing a certain diet, why you're sleeping this amount of hours, why you're eating so many calories, I think he's in a position where, he, you know, that that's him and he's in the zone and he's doing it and he knows, like all sports, you know, he can only go to a certain age and then he start dropping off, so... Yeah, it's an, it's an interesting sort of argument there because I know many footballers that don't, you know, for example, take their diet seriously. I know a lot of people, a lot of a lot of athletes at the top of their game who aren't doing everything possible. And so the, the question, like, question is like, if they were doing that, yeah, possible, like Matt Fraser. But again, I, I think I think Matt, yeah, during certainly during his um, 
you know, his past five titles, I think he was absolutely on it in every aspect, yeah. his sleep, diet, recovery and everything. But it's like, you know, if I know, again, rugby players, rugby players who don't like training, who will like just coast through the week and then produce like man of the match performances on the Saturday. It's possible and it does happen. It happens in professional sport. People make careers off that. So it's definitely an interesting question if they actually that, went went to went to town, doubled down on everything. But it, it, it's yeah. all done. We've spoken this about this before, Sam. Like, there's so many different like intricacies that you can put in place to make you perform at your absolute optimal. But I don't think there's anyone doing all of those and has the gifted talent. Like, imagine, imagine, just like imagine if there was. Like, it's 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 finding what works for you, I think, and and yeah. I think a lot of people, uh, especially with rugby, where it's um, you go through like school and you're not necessarily training in the gym, you're not putting in any hours outside, like your like prescribed uh, training and and uh, game time, and like school rugby is purely based off talent i i would say um well as, as and then there's the, the, the occasional people who who uh real like who, who put in the hard work and, yeah, it's and more, hard it's graft more, it's more natural yeah i'd say definitely i think it's talent i think talent no, 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 na- natural ability i yeah. think that yeah. Right, yeah um so when you come to a sport like crossfit where it is <laughs> it is just training Mm. Um, you've, you, I feel like you have to look at all of the. You have to look at what works for you, and and like phrase when Fraser was like, you can't. He couldn't out train a, a bad diet, and like that second silver medal that he got, um, where something switched, and he was like, right, well, something needs to change. Like he needs to start doing these things that are gonna are gonna benefit him. Um, and yeah, I think it is the just the the overall it's looking at the bigger picture like um we've all experienced like how important sleep is and how how much of an impact that can have on your performance and and he obviously realized that as well with his bed and not not wanting to get like optimal recovery um so yeah it it is just like you do have to be completely on it if you want to be if you want to stand out from from the rest i think i think and i think that's what Phrase is achieved. I don't know, like Michael Jordan, people like that. That is like doing the doing the one percent that other people aren't doing, and, and get into that position. Yeah, I think the diet point's really interesting because there's just so many different viewpoints on it. You just showing the just there, Sam. Like, you know, so many people who just don't just don't do it and still perform. And like, I don't know. I I feel like any any fitness bloke or fitness woman that I that you hear talk about diet she talks about a calorie deficit right and, that, and that's pretty much that's pretty much the headline of everything you talk about to lose weight which hasn't really you what to lose weight yeah to lose weight or, or I mean yeah and and there's no real talk about obviously the types of foods blah blah but it's for is it realistic for an athlete or even or even someone who wants to train and, and feel you know like the other side of it just like a your everyday person who wants to go through the motions and get better is it realistic for someone to have a diet that is that one percent and still function and, and you know be able to do the rest of their life life work 
and or and also the other part of the question is would it really massively change performance for a top level athlete I don't think it's uh, the first part no because I think you've got to get balance not everyone operates like Michael Jordan or Matt Fraser it's just not yeah. not how it happens um, I don't I think it'll be like everyone's different aren't they psychologically like if, if you know I'm someone who likes to be on top of everything and I'm a little bit uneasy if I don't do that you know I think I'm getting better at it now it's kind of like a bit OCD isn't it I'm getting better at it now but I, I like to think that um, I always like the phrase with nutrition it's like well like a Formula 1 car doesn't have like just normal petrol diesel you get in a get in a normal petrol station do they they put in the top yeah. same your body like if you're putting stuff in it you're not going to get the maximum like performance out of it so I don't think it's reasonable I think this is the problem, which brings me on to my next question. Though, it's like the way athletes, I'm included. To, well, I think we're all included. You know, we're, we're active people, so we have the luxury of um, me. Definitely for me, I like to eat real good, really, really well. You know, be real consistent, and then have a huge slump. Like we're talking pizza, yeah. burgers, coke, and I think we're all like that. We always like to have a big binge. And Matt Fraser talked about it in his week off after his competition bit different because there's a bit more of a taper and it's such a big event um, and it kind of links to you know a normal person listening to that they probably think that they can do that but if they're trying to lose weight or if they're on like a plan you know that week off of just eating shit yes it's gonna ruin you that's gonna fuck them up <laughs> like at the end of the day yeah. but then you hear Matt Fraser do it and that's the problem they can't I think it's, Matt Fraser's almost it, it's weird talking about it like this because he's missed he's missed I don't think he realizes his role model and he can't assume that everyone's got a great understanding of nutrition and what it takes to be the best. And if they hear him, how he operates, it just, it, it, that's not going to add up for a lot of people. Um, so it's yeah. just really interesting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, I think, that's I think, Sorry. I think this is, a, I think this is a, a like a, a massive, I wouldn't necessarily say it's an issue, but um, like when we spoke to Fergus, and he and we were talking about like the David Goggins effect being like people are going to read his book and kind of go out and like try and run as far as they can and I'd say I, I'm like slightly at fault for that I was like just hanging on his every word and and being like right okay well if he does that it works for him like why can't I do it and but you don't know any better you, you don't know any exactly. better exactly you know, I'm in the previous position that I've been in professional sport for a period of time so I know I know these certain levels of recovery how far I can put before breaking myself and things and you, mm. you didn't and, I, and that's yeah it's, it's like it's the education part of of, yeah. of sport and and training almost isn't it it's the training philosophy that a lot of people like miss and I, that's just that's just a way of working. Like, I don't see unless you've done a degree in sport performance or degree in mm. you know strength and conditioning, then you're not gonna have that underlying knowledge of, of how to do it. And you might watch a few videos from what's that guy? What's that guy who does the who does the board? Um he wears the uh, bandana. What's he called? Bro, uh, bro Tom yeah, <laughs> <laughs> honestly I remember watching his videos when I first started gymming and like what was it his most alpha gym movements and I like actually <laughs> going to the gym and doing those movements <laughs> because he said it on a video like people like that the thing is someone like people watching Don Bizzetti 
his videos will have a much greater reach than like actual factual books yeah. on YouTube. That's I think that's really interesting. You know, <laughs> he's doing videos on like how to get girls at the gym, <laughs> and, like why you should do the bro split and all this stuff. It's just it's funny, isn't it? It's funny. It's mental. <laughs> yeah. Now that's that, that was kind of my point. It's like is the 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 educational part is is just so low, isn't it? I mean, like and 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 I'm the same, right? If I you know for for a long time, I think I'm, I'm probably a lot better now. But like, well, I mean, when I, when I was when I was a, like when I was a, from a sixteen to about twenty. God knows. Literally, I would look at I would look at a top athlete. I'd think that I'm the same sort of like mentality. I do it now, actually. This, this prime example. I do it now with Tom. Like, I, I still think I'm like 20 years old, and I, and I can and I can lift and do whatever I want. Like, um, but like, it's it's that mentality of like the the role model aspect because there's so much content out there, right? And and yeah, uh, you, you, you just go on Instagram and type in whatever, and you, you probably get like a thousand different influences that'll do things on nutrition and where did, where's responsibility like <laughs> like on 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 young people coming up and, and listening to it um because obviously like you said sam you, you've you've got a very different view because you've been involved in the in the, in the fresh environment but you know the reality is everyone everyone who wants to get into let's say crossfit as an example will look at matt fraser will listen to him hear his gospel and i'm sure there's like 25 people now if you've just got who've literally watched that podcast and are now binge eating this weekend thinking right yeah. next Monday onwards I'm going to carry on and that's just a fact the isn't sales, it going to happen. the sales of beta alamine are going to go through the roof after <laughs> that podcast <laughs> it's, it's really people dry scooping it at the door <laughs> it's really interesting I mean yeah go, go on Tom go on Tom uh, it's, I was just going to say some rubbish about like it's it's I, th- I think that it's just like people aren't bothered to do their own research and find out what works for them. They're not, they're not bothered about going through the process of, of actually like just trying like listening to your body and, and getting, getting to that point where you're like, oh, all right. Okay. You need to st- take a step back here. Um, I, I th- to be honest, like I, I say that the, like, it's not a good thing for people to go out and try and like run as far as they can because they've listened to David Goggins. But I think it is important to 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 realise where your breaking point is so that you know that in the future that 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 like that that's where your limit is. Cause if you if you were to go into it like and without without any idea of, of knowing how far you can push yourself, then then I think like that's that's a fairly important thing to to figure out. Uh I think I'm yeah. sure Sam you've you've got a different opinion on that because coming from an actual like educational standpoint on it then yeah yeah, yeah sure I think, I think i think again it's it's essential you know you know I, I always relate back to my kicking stuff you know read johnny wilkins's book and i was like i'm gonna stay out until it's dark mate like <laughs> god knows <laughs> why aren't i doing that? that and that was my mindset but now because i have gone to that breaking point you know completely fucking my groins then i know i know that point i think I think from a like S&C's perspective, I think it's much more, again, uh, coming from the educational standpoint, science knows uh, the optimal uh, percentages, programs for progression to the optimal point. So therefore, and that that is accessible to people. I th- not harder to accessible, but it's out there. Do you know what I mean? Like either through a paid service or coaches. So in a sense... Yes, you want to test yourself. I, I think there's yeah, there's definitely an element of finding yourself, but at the same time, I think you can can be it, it's being um, 
completely educated about your what you're going through. Um, I've got oh the point I was I was going to make with the with the um, Dom Mazzetti and, and Instagram influence and stuff. I, I was being to my mate Akil the other week, uh, who's involved in counselling stuff and in sport. And it's like the problem with Instagram is anyone can post anything, and to some people, a post that me we we think that's rubbish will be inspiration for somebody. And it's all about the context. It's like again, like what you say, Uggs. So Matt, some people watch the Matt Fraser podcast and go out and buy a bit of aniline and and have a binge eat because they've, they've got a PR on Wednesday. It's like yeah, they you know it's the context, isn't it? And yeah, I think as well. I think for one big thing that I've I've read uh, in my book recently is like just limiting your inputs. I think it it, it again it's it's t- difficult for for you know the majority of the population because. Um, they'll follow people who might endorse products that are just ridiculous, you know, and programs that are just like just rubbish, but they might be good for them. So it's all about context, isn't it? Something that we'll find, you know, a bit silly will be good for someone else. Um, yeah. So I think you've really got to, especially with social media, like uh, that phrase, limiting your inputs, like, you know, un- unfollowing unuseful stuff, unuseful people, toxic food people. Stop, not with social media, like with anything, just limiting your, your contact with those negative stuff in your life I think that's, that's one thing that I've really sort of doubled down on recently but yeah yeah I think it's really interesting and like I said Tom on, on the research stuff like obviously we have a very different viewpoint on research because you want to get better from like the inches like people's research is looking at video like that's what that's what they would count as you know that's this is what I'm doing and there's got to be responsibility somewhere I don't know where that's, I don't know where that social responsibility yet ends or, or lies because in reality on the other, on the flip side of it, they're doing it for money. Like, you know, I'm a YouTuber. I need to put decent content out there that's going to grab attention. So I, I get both sides of it. But, you know, the, the, the way I always look at it is you never really, you never really hear or see a top footballer talk about anything training related. Like, when's that time you, when's that time you see Ronaldo or Messi or someone like that have an in-depth conversation about football? Because I think, although yeah, I must say football is the, is the pinnacle, but they know... They they understand the influence uh, the influence they have on, on on children right and and they don't want to put the wrong messages out there um, and then that is a very established sport and it's very different to what we're talking about from a cross perspective but I do think that as the sport grows there has to be there has to be an element somewhere where you know someone's got to take responsibility somewhere. Um, well, not even just CrossFit, just weightlift or lifting in general. I should say this this is this is the uh, I think is the good part about CrossFit is that the responsibility is on the coaches in the CrossFit gym. Like it's, it's their job to, to be an influence on, on people in the class. Um, it's, you know, and they're like the coaches at the, at the yard are, are absolutely exceptional with actually caring about, they, like they know their clientele and, and they're so good at, at um, knowing like what is going to work for the majority of, of the, uh, of the, the members there. And I also think that having like, I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be able to uh, have coaching from a, a, like a, from JST. So yeah, have put in my, put in my faith in someone who's got, uh, expertise in in the field and is extremely knowledgeable about 
CrossFit training and understands like progressive overloading and uh, working from percentages and um, all of those different aspects to it, that it makes it a lot simpler for you as an athlete, if dare I say, uh, to, uh, you know, put, put your whole, put all of your effort into actually getting the most out of that session. Um, so I, I think that it's, it's good for people who are, you know, starting out in, especially for, for CrossFit is to like, look at your coaches and, and have those as your influence. Cause they know what's best for you. Yeah. Um, None that was that is kind of my point, right? Is because there is there's so much good in the sport. Like if you had Gareth and if you had Gareth talking about training on, a, he's not going to do it, but you know, on a YouTube video as an influencer and everyone's following that, that would be amazing, right? Wouldn't it? Um, whereas there's, there's there's that disparity again with where it's like you've got you've got any. I don't I don't want to just bad mouth them, but you know you've got anyone really talking about it and educating the world um that's, that's my point there's so much good in crossfit there's so much good in like the, the coaches and that element of it um how do you then get that out there is what i'm trying to it's, it's almost uh, just thinking out loud here like it almost would require kind of like a, um like a moderator so like yeah but like even people with blue things on <laughs> on uh, instagram which basically means they're a public figure mate i've seen blue tick profiles putting out absolute garbage like what does it it doesn't it, there's no moderation there so it would almost be good to have like like verified accounts like you know march, march on um fitness tom like yeah great good account does knows what they're doing it would almost be good to you know have a moderated tab like a green tick to say you know this cut this 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 information that they're giving um maybe we can make it actually like yeah but I do, I do, this is this one of my points is like, I genuinely do think there's a gap in the market for it. Cause even like, even someone like, you know, I, 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 I used to follow those people when I was like younger, like, like Steve Kirkland, all them lot. And mm. like, I used to like train like them and, and, and use them. And I'm not saying he's bad, but as an example, um, there has to be a way to just divert like good information into people. <laughs> and obviously, like you said, you can, you can limit your inputs, but you know, you don't know anything as a, you know, however old or even not even how, it's not, it's not even an age thing. It's like a, it's a knowledge thing, right? You just, you see someone in good nick and you're like, okay. Yeah. Do something right. That's it. Follow them. That's it. That's like, you see someone in good shape and you're like, what are they doing? Probably steroids, but you know, it's just the, 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 the blind screen of social media that yeah. pulls, pulls, pulls the wool over your eyes and you're just like, all right, well, He's in good nick. She's she's in good nick. Like I'll I'll buy her programming when they have no qualifications or anything like that. But I think that's a different issue. Like I think that's like that's the social dilemma, isn't it? That's like yeah, giving giving people power that don't deserve it <laughs> because you know they they look good. It's like the aesthetics of someone's persona. Well, it's not it's not power, is it, Tom? It's freedom of speech at, at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brought up that stuff, but I know what you mean. No, power power is the wrong word, but yeah, free like. Yeah. I mean, it's such a difficult like yeah. topic because like power to them, like fair play that they're making a living off that thing. But, you know, like, I don't know. I, th- I think morals come into it as well. Like you've got to have 
that have morals about like actually like you're putting out false information here do you really believe in the product that you're promoting like i don't know i think i think there's 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 a there's a, a thing with like hang about you got to take a step back I, I don't believe in the product that i'm using i'm not going to endorse it just because it's money yeah sure. i don't i don't disagree with you but i think especially from a content perspective you've got to look at it as a business don't you? and yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. I, i'm on the same wave completely yeah um but I mean, like, you know, he's going to get more followers, you know, and by doing doing something funny whilst knocking out yeah. maybe two or three interesting things about fitness or someone looking at a screen and like on a whiteboard telling you what to do. Like, you know, that's the reality, isn't it? Um, it's sad reality, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, uh, with the uh, Fraser podcast, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think more than anything, I don't think he realised the the position that he's in and the influence that he has over so many people. Um, yeah, that he 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 was just being like uh, sort of condescending but, to yeah, the community like, slightly. You know, Armand uh, Reggie. You know, um, hopefully he's going to get to the games. You know, just started. You know. His his character is unbelievable and is yeah. undoubtedly going to be good for the sport. One hundred percent agree. In three years' time, he's going to be big. Like he's going to have like thousands of followers on Instagram. He's going to have a great platform. But this is the issue. Like you know, with, with his use of the f word and everything like that, I don't want him to change. But it's like, well, why? Matt Fraser is just talking freely. It's like, why would? You know, yeah, very like, good exactly. He hasn't, he hasn't changed. So, but yeah. yeah that's that's him that's his character and it's like well Reg, Reggie I think Reggie might come into some um, difficulties further down potentially like just with with uh, it being more accessible um, um, you know look at um, James Smith uh, you know his his use of language you know he gets he's popular for it but extremely unpopular and I, I, I want I want you know I'd like to see Reggie thriving because of his character and it, it makes it bit of more reality but then we could use that same argument with, with Matt Fraser as well and yeah, Goggins I mean, we... people keep on slating him for using the F-word but he, I, I mean, he, he did an interview and he was just that like, oh, that's just him like huh I, I don't know who you're talking about mate <laughs> <laughs> no no who do you I didn't actually hear you David Goggins oh right <laughs> I didn't hear that bit. <laughs> 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 genuine yeah, yeah, yeah no that was a genuine point because you know he he's done like quite a few like interviews where people have asked him like oh, what are your opinions on like his, his use of his use of language and it, like I forget what he says but like it's just it's just like it's just language isn't it I don't I don't think that I don't think you can take someone's personality and and knock their uh, I, I'm going to contradict myself completely here because. Like yeah, we're we're talking about the interview that Fraser did, and and we're not really talking about him as an athlete, and we're talking about his personality rather than mm. his performances, yeah. you know. And uh, I think again, this is this is something that can be translated into more than just sport. It's like I, I remember looking at artists and just getting more invested in the actual artists and the actual work that they produce because people are interested in other people and more so than, than like, I don't know, actually, yeah. Yeah. 
No, I don't, I don't mean so, like people will buy artwork just because of the person who's done it. To, to mm. Like, <laughs> we do, we do, and we want to, almost want to be part of that that history yeah, and culture. And again, sorry, talk about Fraser. People want to do what Fraser does because of yeah. his personality, not not what his program has done. And I know he's just released his programming, which which directly uh, relates to his his uh, you know method. Uh, in the sport, but people, you know, his views outside of sport is is almost separate, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it goes. I remember watching the Last Dance and um, having that. Uh, it, it went where he was like, um, he didn't endorse uh, a political candidate because yeah. he didn't want to bring politics into his sport. And then he got so much hate, not for doing that. Mm. Um, and he said something like, he made a comment about like Republicans buy uh, Nikes too, or something like that. And it's just like, oh, you, you've got to, you've got to almost like just brush it off because, because like they, they obviously don't. He's not, he's not an expert in politics. He doesn't know. He doesn't like. Yeah, he's got his own opinions, but do you not think that athletes they have such a big reach of audience? They should be. They should be educated in, in a few certain things, and uh, even but then again, their own their own, their own opinions. They're only human, you know. Mm. It's like I, you can't you can't be an expert in everything. Like yeah, you, no, you should be educated. Expert, just 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 you should you should know. be educated in in certain aspects of you know like general, like I don't know I don't know what the word is, but yeah, I, I think it it. I don't, I don't think that it's um. I'm not trying to say, I don't know. I know what you mean, Tom. But I, I also, disagree. I also, on the on the flip side, do agree with the fact that they should, because, like I said, the reality is, like I, I think, you know, imagine like, sports massive, right? You look at us for it. Like, how big sport in your life? Absolutely yeah. huge. Like, so many people just grow up living living for sport, and and like the reality is, if, if someone, like, you, if people that you follow are the people that that's gospel to you, and yeah. you know. I think there has to be an element of like reality in there, right? Because if you if you have any if you have, if you have, I don't I don't disagree, and I think looking back on one, looking back on it, I think people should be authentic, and you know, there's you know, I, I get the argument for people to say what they want to say, but yeah, it depends on how level you are. Like if you if you're, yeah, you're talking the game, you're changing. Like you can start a war, like you literally could start yeah. like a literally. like a, a genuine war from. It's like saying like, one thing. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl, right? Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and he he only has what twenty one, no fifty seven mil or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like Ronaldo two hundred odd mil, Messi even more, um, and uh, Junior. What's he called? Um, what's the geezer? Barcelona. Neymar. Neymar Junior. Yeah, again, three of them have like ten times the amount of Brady does, and yet Brady's in America, and that's arguably the biggest sport in America. It's like you know. They have so much influence yeah. on in society um, across all the the most diverse population. Um, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's I, very yeah, true, man. Um, cool. And you, maybe maybe it'll change one day, but you know you never know. Do you? Like it's just have to wait and see. Um, Matt Fraser is going to start a coffee business, eh, Tony? Oh, I'm very excited for that. <laughs> Have you... I saw a vlog of him when he went to Barcelona or something where he gets his tattoos and he goes to some unreal coffee shops there. Have you seen that one? 
I haven't watched that one. No. It's quite an old one, but um, I remember watching it quite a while ago, and uh, yeah, he loves it. He's, he's he's a big fan of his espresso. He's yeah. got a hell of, hell of a hell of a setup. He does. Jeff <laughs> right. Bridges, though, he's, he's got the old. Yeah, mate. Nice. Not not quite poor over there, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I, I wanted to like. I don't think I was articulating my uh, my points very well there. Um, but that's a matter. I think the, the the balance between like a high performance athlete and their um, like how they conduct themselves on social media and things like that are, are two completely different things. And, and yeah, it's it, they they need to be careful of of it's almost like putting like self censorship on yourself to just to like. I don't know. It's it's just such a difficult Lim- thing. Limiting to, your inputs. To, right? Limiting your limiting, input. Yeah, limiting your inputs. And yeah. again, like the general population is going to take everything that they see like first face value and, and use that information because they don't have any other education behind it. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. And to, to a certain extent, I think it's the general population's fault that, the, that is why we have all of these uh, influences that that are not educated in what they're promoting. Mm. Um, big statement now, but I, I, it's something that I, I think is 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 true. For sure. Um, for sure. And will become more and more prevalent as time goes on, for sure. And mm. as life. And I, I honestly, thing is, though, I, I don't think it was, is going to change. Like, watching the social dilemma and being like, people's attention spans are becoming shorter and shorter. And like, TikTok being the thing at the moment where... It's like a 15 second video mm. they're getting certain they're getting just reams and reams of information from these 15 second videos because they can't be bothered to go and read a book on on something that they think that they can just get in in you know a 15 second video yeah. um, and like like they were saying on that social dilemma video that it's it's only gonna it's only gonna get shorter and shorter and, and you know mm. quick fixes yeah well people I think that's topic in itself to be fair I mean you could dive, we could dive into that for a long long time yeah I think we got way off topic we were meant to be talking about winner's mentality <laughs> <laughs> we could maybe do a part two next week good chat though yeah very enjoyable very enjoyable I think yeah I think